Our, our, LSU, boom! All night long, yes! Let's freaking go. There's no other way around it. Mike Dimbrock going to Notre Dame is not a good look for LSU. The Notre Dame fans are going to be victory lapping us because they don't really have a whole lot to celebrate outside of their great recruiting classes. But guess what, Notre Dame fans? You got one over on us. You got the architect of one of the greatest college football offenses ever last year to come back to South Bend. This is a major, major Red flag uh, for Brian Kelly. This is the second time that Mike Dimbrock has uh, left uh, Brian Kelly. The first time, of course, to leave Notre Dame to go to Cincinnati and now leaving from LSU to go back to Notre Dame. So, look, we're going to get to all of your comments. We're going to have guests. This is a big story. This is obviously something that LSU did not want to happen. And we can even argue that this was also something sloppy on LSU's end that you have an extension uh, agreed upon and you have to wait months. And I mean months to get his pen to paper. That is absolutely crazy to me that if these reports are true, that LSU would have had to wait till February to get everything signed, sealed, delivered. It is crazy to me that that is the case. So there is a lot to talk about as the timeline of this. And then at the same time, why he did this and what's next for LSU. Because obviously the biggest thing for LSU is going to be who are they going to replace Mike Dembrock with, right? And the most obvious answer is Joe Sloan. So the poll question is up for you to take in. If Joe Sloan would be the next offensive coordinator at LSU, give me your grade for Joe Sloan, okay? So we're going to have a lot of pop-in guests um, because it is obviously a Friday morning thing. I like to have guests on when there is a big story such as this, but you're going to get a lot of me. If you guys have any questions, feel free to fire them my way. So do I believe Mike Dembrock hated working with Brian Kelly no, obviously they had a very good relationship this year. They were able to form one of the best offenses of all time this year. They were able to get Jaden Daniels to another level that maybe even Jaden himself thought he couldn't reach. And Mike Dembrock deserves a lot of credit for that. Mike Dembrock also deserves a lot of credit for the development of Mason Taylor into the tight end that he is today. And we do have a lot of really elite tight ends that have committed and are with LSU right now, um, including Kamarion Pipton and Tradez Green, who are down the pipeline, and Mac Markway as well. So Mike Dimbrock was a very good coach at LSU, and he was a Brawls Award finalist. I think this move has a lot to do with age, right? He is older. He is in his 50s, and he gets to go back to the Midwest. This is a guy who's probably spent maybe these two years and a few other years outside of the Midwest, uh, Midwest region where he's able to drive and go see his family. He's probably got kids, grandkids that all live in that area of the country. It was also part of the reason why Marcus Freeman never actually 
took the LSU defensive coordinator job because of the Midwest aspect of things. So it's always kind of of strange that people like being in the Midwest where it's cold, it's brutal, it's hard to recruit that area of the country. But look, he's going to Notre Dame. It's a premier job. It's a place that a lot of coaches want to be. Um, so look. He leaves LSU after two seasons. He leaves LSU on the highest note you possibly could leave on short of a national championship. Um, but look, it's 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 one of those things where it, it it stings. But I do think a lot of this is because of family, right? Moving back to the Midwest, closer to Notre Dame. And he's also going to work with a defensive head coach. So he's probably going to get more autonomy over the offense. Probably had complete autonomy over this offense as well. But you know, when you go with the defensive head coach, you automatically just get that extra leeway because he is a defensive coach. There's nothing he can really do to overrule you uh, unless, of course, it, Marcus Freeman oversteps his boundaries, which I don't think he's going to do here. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think if he had already signed the extension, this would have been a tougher move for him. But just having him float out into the ether here with something agreed upon, as we all know with recruiting and just anything in life, a lot of you might be private contractors. I'm a private contractor from time to time. You've got to get a contract. It, nothing is delivered until everything is signed. Okay? So, look, it's 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 true that Mike Dimbrock wanted to be closer to home. But we could have done a better job in 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 this scenario, if you ask me, unless it is a LSU bylaw or college football bylaw that you have to wait um, weeks after an agreed upon extension to actually sign someone. Now, I know a lot of you aren't here to have me break down the minutia of this. You want me to break down what the LSU offense is, is going to look like. Could the LSU offense completely fall off without Mike Dimbrock? The truth is probably in the middle from a film standpoint. You guys heard me in a lot of film studies this year. Um, gush, and I mean gush, about Mike Dimbrock's play calling. It was really good this season. His use of pre-snap motion wasn't just something he did really well this year. He was amongst one of the leaders in pre-snap motion Last year, and you look at the best offenses in all the NFL, they are the ones that do the best pre-stat motions, right? It's the San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, they do things differently than Mike Dimbrock, but he was actually someone that used pre-stat motion before it really became popular throughout football this year, right? So that was obviously somewhat innovative. Now, he wasn't like the most innovative offensive mind. You're never going to see him listed amongst like – the most innovative Art Briles, Lane Kiffin kind of names, but he was a very good play caller. He was very good at sequencing things. He did a really good job developing Mason Taylor as a blocking tight end, right, to go along with his pretty good receiving ability. Um, there were some games where he was virtuoso uh, in his play calling. Ole Miss, um, not only this year, but even more so the year before, uh, when Jaden wasn't quite Jaden now, that was one of the best play-called games I've ever seen at LSU. There were a few others mixed in there that were just simply sensational. One thing I would say, though, about this year's LSU offense, okay, with Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, and Brian Thomas Jr., there were a lot of plays that 
were a mixture of a good play call and also Jaden and Malik just being two all-time great college football players, if that makes sense. So there was going to be an adjustment period with this offense anyway. So I think early in the season, there were play calls that were getting guys just so unfreaking believably wide open. And then as the season moved on, Mike just started calling plays where it was like, hey, Malik, Jaden, this is a play call. Y'all go make a play. And there was a lot of that uh, towards the end of last season. The Texas A&M game, I think they had a really good defensive game plan for what we had, you know, schemed up. And Jaden and Malik just made big plays uh, when it really mattered the most. But he was a very good play caller. And I am being as quite honest as I possibly can. Just going to be honest, this stunk. This this really, really, really does sting, right? It it just um, it just does right from the middle of my soul. Now, let's move on to Joe Sloan. He will. I would put a ninety five percent chance that Joe Sloan will be the next LSU offensive coordinator. I'm fine with it. One thing I really like about Joe was. He saw the in-game play calling actually happen from Mike Dembrock's seat, right? This is not a situation where he was on the field and he's going to go up to the booth. No, he sat next to Mike Dembrock in the booth every game. So if Brian Kelly wants continuity on the offensive side of the football, obviously it's not the same person calling the shots, but it is kind of sort of the same vantage point, if that makes sense. So Joe, who's got play calling experience, he obviously is younger. He, he was, it was last an offensive play caller at Louisiana tech. Um, he will get more than likely his opportunity to be the next issue offensive coordinator. It would make not only a lot of sense in terms of scheme, but it would also make a lot of sense in terms of recruiting as LSU has a big decision coming up here with a 2025 quarterback by the name of Bryce Underwood. Now, of course, it would be nice to hear the vantage point of actual quarterbacks on the team. Guys like Garrett Nussmeyer, who just had a media availability. Colin Hurley, um, a, a guy who's been on here before. And, of course, Bryce Underwood's going to be a big one coming up. And, of course, what's going to happen here with A.J. Swan? I, 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 think, I think he's still going to be at LSU. Still, um, th this is a loss. It is a big, big, big loss. Um Let's go to Steve, though. And I think a lot of you feel this way. And once again, there's going to be a lot of you in here. If you want a super chat, I'll go straight to it. But I'm going to get to as many questions as we possibly can. Even Notre Dame fans uh, that will talk shit to me right to my face, I'm okay with that as well. Let me go to Steve's question. I would rather lose Dembrock and keep Sloan versus the other way. Okay. That's tough. Obviously, Joe is uh, Louisiana through and through. He loves Louisiana. And Mike Dembrock, of course, is from the Midwest. Joe Sloan is younger. I don't know if I can go that far, Steve, because I've not seen Joe call a play yet. Unless Joe called more plays than, uh, than, than we know of at this point. But this is kind of an interesting situation where, you know, a few years ago, it was Steve Insminger. Joe Brady, Joe Brady left and Steve Insminger stayed. Now it's the opposite. Young hotshot stays. The guy who actually called the plays goes. So um, the, the, the truth is Joe's going to be the guy. 
I, I would feel pretty comfortable saying that at this point. But does Brian Kelly actually elect to go elsewhere? Does he want to bring someone else in uh, to call the plays? Because if that is the case, his offensive brain trust becomes very young, right? If Brian Kelly himself doesn't want to get involved in the play calling, he is going to go to uh, an offensive coaching staff that has Cortez Hankton, Joe Sloan, and Brad Davis, right, with Cortez Hankton probably getting an increase in responsibility, even though he's already the passing game coordinator. So we'll see. Now, the next thing I would bring up about Joe Sloan's play calling tendencies at Louisiana Tech, he did run a lot of 10 personnel, which is four wide receiver sets. I don't think he's necessarily going to do that here. Um, I think he will um, he'll adapt to uh, whichever talent uh, and whichever guys emerge as the dudes on this offense. Here's the good news, though, is while this will be a transition period, Joe Sloan is going to get his chance to call the plays in this bowl game, right? And him and Garrett Nussmeyer will be given a shot here to be the dudes, okay? It was just a few weeks ago. It was Mike Dimbrock and Jaden Daniels. That's going to be Joe Sloan, and it's going to be Gary Nussmeyer. Okay. Now, what could Brian Kelly have done about this? I don't know. I'm not in the day-to-day operations of LSU football. How much of this is on BK? Some of it, yes. I, I do think so, right? If if Mike was given an opportunity to go anywhere and he wanted to go, guess what? He's going to go, right? He's a grown man. He's got other opportunities. He's striking, um, uh, he's striking while the iron's hot. Uh, but I I I think um, I, I I think BK could have done more. I would have given at least an assurance to Mike Dimbrock that his pay was going to surpass that of Matt House, right? Because, look, we would like to think that coaches don't pocket watch. We all pocket watch. We all do. We all compare ourselves to others, okay? Mike Dimbrock made 1.4-ish million this year. Matt House made about 500K more than that, okay? And, of course— we wouldn't have known what Mike Dimbrock's final salary number was until he actually signed the paperwork. But Notre Dame's probably giving him at least $2 million a year to go back, or at least $1.6, $1.7 to go back to South Bend. Let's go to Danny, our first Super Chat here. If we do not promote Joe Sloan, what are our thoughts on Rough and Row, Browse, and Longo? Um, of these three, I, I do like Phil Longo the best. Kind of a weird situation because we're getting ready to play the Badgers. Um, you know, obviously, Kendall Bryles is one of the best play callers in, in the country. I think you're meaning Kendall Bryles instead of our Bryles. But that is not something LSU wants to do uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but Phil Longo is someone that I've always appreciated. But I, I still think it's, it's going to be um, – I still, I still think it's going to be Joe. I do. Um, let's go to Brian. BK had to have known something before this happened, huh? 
Not necessarily, man. I, I will tell you this about coaching rumors and, and all of that. When it comes to head coaching rumors, everything is played so close to the vest. Okay. And that is always the case more so with head coaches and coordinators, but even with coordinators as well. Okay. Even though there's all these consulting firms and all these different people that are involved with the actual play calling uh, or the actual decision making at whichever university, there's always a ton of people involved, but leaks don't always happen. Okay. I think Dimbrock, this opportunity could have just happened. The way I understand it is Notre Dame first approached a guy by the name of Kirby Moore. Okay. He is the, or is his name Kirby Moore? Anyway, he is the offensive coordinator at um, Missouri, a young guy. All right. And he obviously did a really good job with Missouri this year. All right. Please correct me if I'm saying his name correctly. I did a bunch of deep dives on him this year on the SEC channel, so I should know his name. But the truth is, he was really good. They tried to get him, and then they went to Mike Dimbrock. So Mike might not have been the first guy. Mike could have been the first guy. I don't know. But that all happened in, in the past week, right? Because Troy hired Notre Dame's head coach or offense coordinator to be their head coach. And then we get to now where they still needed an offensive coordinator. So they decided to go big game hunting and go get Mike Dimbrock. I will tell you this. Notre Dame feels pretty good about themselves right now. They got one over on Brian Kelly. The boosters at Notre Dame, they are excited. They are kissing each other right now. They are taking shots or whatever they do in South Bend. I don't know. They are probably, I don't know, running towards, a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never been to South Bend. I had friends that go there. Uh, God, dude, this, this, this hurts, and it also will sting for Brian Kelly because Notre Dame is getting back one on BK, all right? And that hurts. That's going to hurt him, right? Him and Mike are friends. They have coached a long time together. And for this to happen again, him leaving you for the second time in the matter of a decade hurts. It really, really, really hurts. So I hate it for BK, but we got to move on. Let's go to Steve. He says, we'll be fine on offense. What about defense? Co-change house, two million, horrible overpaid compared to Dimbrock. Yeah, I mean, does this affect Brian Kelly's decision with Matt House, whether Matt House is going to be retained? Or is there even a decision? Maybe Matt has already been told that he will get to keep his job. I still think if – if in, and I'm glad you brought this up, Steve. The bigger thing is Matt House is LSU's defensive coordinator next year compared to Mike Dembrock leaving, Right. Matt House was objectively terrible last season. I do feel we need some new blood. I do. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I couldn't be heard about this. You know, if the guy who got Jaden Daniels to this next level 
leaves. And this is a guy that Gary Nussmeyer's been working with for a while. Our tight ends have been good. This this is a loss. This is this is a really, really, really big loss. Um I I think we can be fine. Obviously, players over scheme is always more important, but the scheme is very important. Okay. And one thing I would include about this, Rob, is one thing I like about college football going from season to season is certainty. Okay. What was so great about LSU's situation going in to last year? What certainty? All right. We knew what our offensive line looked like. We knew who our top two receivers were. We knew who our tight end was. We knew our running backs were going to be better. And we knew Jaden Daniels was going to be the quarterback. Had the O-line coach back, OC back, so on and so on and so on. This year, going into next season, this will be the most uncertain LSU offense we have ever had. Will Garrett Nutzmeyer be good or not? I would like to think that he would be, but there's a lot of uncertainty. Okay. You do have to replace the center. Charles Turner is gone. I think a lot of you feel comfortable with DJ Chester taking a year or two leap. So he's going to be your new center. All right. But you still have the wide receiver group that you have to coordinate and figure out. You now have uncertainty at that position. Okay. It's not just who your receivers are going to be, it's just, the uncertainty that you don't have a bona fide number one option going into next year, which has been the case at LSU for years upon years upon years, right? Going into 2019, we knew Justin Jefferson was good. Going into 2020, um, we knew Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall were going to be good. Only Terrace played. Going into 2021, we knew Kayshawn was going to be good. Going into 2022, we knew Kayshawn was going to be good, and then Malik emerged. And then going into 2023, we knew Malik and, and BTJ were going to be what, what they were. At wide receiver, I feel really good about Kyron Lacey. I feel really good about Xavion Thomas. But it's different, and a lot of you know this, okay? So there's uncertainty there, all right? So now you've got uncertainty at play calling. You know Joe's probably going to be the guy, okay, Joe's own. But there still is uncertainty. At least you'll get some clarity in the, in the whole game. So – it is important to point that out. Continuity, especially on offense, really matters. Okay? Let's go to Danny Girl. I am worried, but conspiracy theory. Could Dimbrock also be frustrated at retaining house in the defense holding back the offense? It could be. It it, it, it very well could be uh, a, a situation regarding that. I do think, though. That when Mike is asked about this at the opening Notre Dame press conference, he will be straight up and say a lot of this was a move back to Notre Dame, right? This is his third different stint here. He is from the Midwest, okay? And look, if he were to help Notre Dame win a national championship with Marcus Freeman, that would be a far bigger celebration for Notre Dame than it would be for us because, well, then this isn't a shot at Notre Dame fans watching this right now. You guys don't win natties. LSU does. It's it's just the truth. So Notre Dame's not won a national championship, at least a, a real one in forever. And, um, you know, you have Rudy and Nuke Rockney. That's, that's about it. And uh, Joe Montaigne. 
now you feel pretty good about you getting into that national title conversation of every domino failure way. Okay. Let's go to Michael here. It's got Justin Moore and the, the profile photo. Bro really went back to South Bend to lose in the first or second round of the playoffs every year if they make it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Notre Dame's gonna win a national title ever. Okay. You you gotta have some dogs. I don't I don't think Notre Dame recruits enough dogs. They um you, you gotta have some dudes and that are dudes. Um Notre Dame recruits good players, but you know. Let's um let's be real. Let's go to pressure. Slow not go not gonna call dumb third and fourth down plays. Two precious point here. And we did a Patreon breakdown on this. You can check it out for yourself. One area where we did regress was fourth down. We were not as effective on, on fourth down this past year. Okay. So we're going to have a few guests uh, hop on and give their thoughts here. And um, there we go. Keep flying in those questions. Um, but if, if, if you guys have to go, if you were to rate my feelings towards this right now, I would be around a, a C, right? It's not the end, end, end of the world, but it's also – not the absolute worst thing in the world either, okay? Because Joe Sloan has that offensive coordinator vantage point. He sits next uh, to Mike Dimbrock, okay? Rambo coming in hot. Notre Dame owns LSU. Congrats. Uh, you beat us in a bowl game that uh, nobody's going to remember. Um, why do I keep saying Notre Dame had it? Are you talking to me? Uh, well, they're not going to end up having a better recruiting class. We're going to get this Cohen Eccles uh, to commit today unless he knows Mike Denbrock really well. And then, and then, and then, and then, we're going to get Dominic McKinley. We're going to get Terry Bussey. We're going to get Bryce Underwood. We're going to get Harlem Berry. I'm going to do the Harlem Shake when we get Harlem Berry. Let's see. Notre Dame fans, yeah, well, they've not won anything in a while. They want to be able to troll me, and I get it. I, I, I'm, I'm the most trollable face in the world, I, I'm chubby Bruno Mars. I'm I'm ugly. Come after me. I can take it. All right. Let's go to BGS. Go. Do I feel confident in Joe Sloan with our talent? I do, but it's it, it's it's one chair up. It's the big boy chair. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different when you're the actual guy. Like it's it's on you. The, 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 everything is on you. Okay. 
Let's see here. I'm going to be interesting to see what these um, salary numbers look like. I'm trying to see if there are any out. I doubt it. Uh, Danny brought this name up earlier. Rosier, the um, Wake Forest offensive coordinator. Fitzpatrick, what's good, man? Let's. Keep it going here. We got a we got a recruiting debate. What's up, Cliff? Good to see you. Take a few more before we get to a few of our guests here. Might get a few on at the same time. Corn dogs. Man, I like corn dogs. I'm okay with the corn dog trollage. I've never quite understood the corn dog trollage. The mayor says Joe Sloan is 37. He's a young coach. I can relate to the players. Brock, that might have had something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. On three board says this has been on the table since before the extension offer was made, meaning the offer is actually what slowed down the decision to Notre Dame. Esteban on Twitter, really don't know how great Denbrock's scheme was because Daniels is making a lot happen on his own. Okay. So it is official now that um, Joe Sloan, and Cortez Hampton will be co-offensive coordinators for the ReliQuest Bowl. That's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, that was um, that's basically what we thought was going to happen. Okay. Dex feeling pretty good about Joe Sloan. Now, next thing I'd bring up. Were there games at LSU where I thought the play calling wasn't great? Yeah, under Mike Dimbrock, but none of those games this year. Now, it's kind of tough to really say that because, you know, Jay and Malik were, were so great for us this year and BTJ as well. So when you have such elite players, your plays are going to work out, especially one with Jaden Daniels, because he can he could scramble out of any type of situation. The year before, though, there were some games where I was like, what are we doing? Auburn game was it was a good example of that, where Auburn just had us smothered and covered the entire game. Something else was our offense tended to struggle mightily on the road. Okay. So I uh, just want, just wanted to point that out. Now we're going to roll in some, some, some guests here to get some uh, second opinions. Mike says his wife is from New York. Okay. We're getting into wife chatter 
Wives are important, though. I mean, they that you would be shocked. And uh, Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes all time, uh, all time line. All right, I'm on a show every Monday night, seven thirty. Say hi to Blake Rafino. What's up, buddy? Hi. All right, the floor is yours, man. Why did did something big happen today? I, I, I don't know, man. You got the shades on. Looks like you're going to. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I like the shades, man. It's it's, it's good, buddy. Uh, we got oh, we got a smoothie king. Is that is that Caribbean way? Or what are we going with? Um, that this is uh, what do you call this? What do you call this? Um, gladiator. Oh, okay. And look, you got a guess. That's cool. Um, your thoughts on on Mike? Uh, leaving. I think it's a big, I I mean, I think it's a massive deal. You know, Carter, I I think that um, the instant reaction from LSU fans is that, well, Jane Daniels made uh, him look better. But, you know, uh, Carter, when you and I first talked, when he was named the offensive coordinator before, Jane Daniels ever came here. What did we talk about? Well, you broke down the film on him. Brother, he's two touchdowns or dropped touchdowns in the end zone away from beating Bama in the playoff as an OC. Right. right? Or at least keeping at least keeping it close. Yeah, there was some there was well, a lot of misplays. Yeah. They would have won. I, I mean, Carter, they dropped they had dropped 14 points in the end zone. Um and he did that with uh Desmond Ritter. He called a fantastic game last year to beat a team like Bama and you won the West. Like, look, I was told this morning, and why I didn't tweet it out then, but wants to be closer to his his family um, and that, you know, he loves LSU. So that was – that's the reasoning behind it. But I don't – I don't like the um, – I don't like the take from LSU fans saying that this is that like it doesn't matter. I think it does matter. I do too. I do too. As someone that uh, watched Mike call some absolutely ridiculous games this year, there, there were a few games this year that I was like, I, I'm not sure if a, if a game could have been called better than 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 what he did. Um, you know, his way to well, he, and, it's, he, and, and, and Carter, are we acting like? He's not going to have like that. Any OC here wouldn't have playmakers, oh, right? Well, he had great players. Well, so did B- uh, Bill Belichick with Tom Brady. I, I mean, you got to have great players to m- have a great team and have great success. Like, what are we like? What are we talking about here? You know, like, oh, well, he had a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Well, are you watching what Joe Brady's doing in Buffalo right now? I, I guess he just. You know, had a bad quarterback in Carolina, and he just sucked as a play caller. I mean, come on, dude. It's a big loss. Now, here comes the question. (laughs) Is Brian Kelly willing to lose two coordinators in the same year? So now now do you go to Matt House and do the whole Tiger Woods meme? Like, what's up, big dog? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite favorite Big dog, you back? Um, you but but here here's another reason why I wanted you on here. I I know a few people close to Joe, so but you actually know him and you sat down with them. You understand 
his philosophy, his personality. So do you feel that is the direction Brian Kelly should head moving forward? I, I certainly think it's an option. Now, I like, I like Joe a lot. I mean, it's no um, – um, how do I want to say this, Carter? There's no um, – how am I trying to say this? It's yeah. There's, there's no, no bias. There's no bias. You're being objective here. As, yeah, I'm being. I'm trying to be objective. Yes. Uh, even though that I know him, I think it's an option. Now, Carter, here's the thing: if you bring in an OC that's a quarterbacks coach, then what do you do with Sloan? Because Denbrock coached the tight ends. Right. Right. So, so now you're going to have to bring in a tight ends coach if that's what you want to do. If you don't give it to some kind of analyst or or whatever. So you have that that you have to overcome to start off with. Um, can I te- can I I'm going to say something that you're going to hate, but you know you know who which phone call he's going to make. You know just to gauge interest, right? Meaning Brian Kelly. That's it. He's going to call Tommy Reese. Take a shot at Stephen. Why not? I Tommy Tommy was way better than what he was to 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 start the season. I mean, the Texas game plan was was shite. And uh, do you really think then, he's not going to call Tommy Reese? I would be shocked if he did such a thing. I would. I would be. I I think Brian, I think Brian Kelly feels pretty good about Joe Song. I do. He's going to call. He's going to call Tommy Reese to gauge some interest. Well. Chat, you tell me, would you prefer Tommy Reese? <laughs> you tell me, would you prefer Tommy Reese or, or Joe Sloan as, as your as your play caller? I I would prefer Joe Sloan because I think I, I I don't think Tommy Reese would 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 do that, right? Especially knowing that Nick Saban is is older, right? If you're in yeah, the he's spot, not. He's not going to do that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I'll kick the tires on it though. Uh, but I, 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 it's going to take a lot. And also, the it was um, sources confirmed, and and this was just known. Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton will be co-offensive coordinators. It, is is that something for for the Reliquest Bowl? Is that something that they could do going into to next season? Uh, you broke up there that they'll be co-coordinators. You're saying they'll be co- they'll be co-offensive coordinators for the ReliQuest Bowl, but Who, who's is that out? Is that public yet? So we can talk on it or or what? That's uh, what uh, Wilson Alexander just tweeted out. Okay, so. all right. Um, then yeah. So did, go to my Twitter, Carter, and I tweeted that before he put it in there. But yeah, Joe Sloan is going to be calling plays. I think he'll get some. Um, I think you'll get some input from 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 Hankton. Okay, I gave the Tommy DeVito like uh, Italian kiss, um, but yeah, I, I look. I think it's a big deal for Sloan because he gets an opportunity to show what he he can do. Um, I don't think that Hankton will. I think Hankton will have some say in some stuff. This is going to go to this is going to go to Sloan. Um, right. And I got to be honest with you. I don't know how. They're not going to change anything, Carter, in reference to how they call plays, in reference to verbiage and stuff like that, right? So what they're going to do is he's just going to put his own wrinkle into it. And we got to also remember one big thing. 
this is Brian Kelly's offense too, right? Like everywhere he went, he wanted to do a lot of the same things. A lot of the same players said that they use a lot of the same verbiage at LSU that they're using or that they used at Notre Dame. I do think that Brian Kelly will, you know, this is a, a give this as an audition piece and see how it goes unless he just has something lined up and then he wants to do. But this Like, there we uh, go. Sorry, I had a I had a phone call. Somebody was calling me, but this oh, is a very okay. big this is a very big uh, moment for um, for Joe Sloan, and it's a big moment for Cortez Hankton. You know, I mean, look, maybe they could go co coordinators on some things, but um, just wouldn't be shit at all if, if this is the ultimate. Let's see what we get from from Joe Sloan here. Do you take uh, Warren Rogero, uh, the Wake Forest offensive coordinator, Phil Longo, the Wisconsin offensive coordinator? Will, will you take them over Joe Joe Sloan? Yeah, I would take him over. I would take Longo for sure over Joe Sloan. Yeah, um, I mean, just he, don't think. Just don't think it's. Yeah, just don't think it's going to happen. As far as LSU is concerned, do you think they could have done anything more here? Or because the, the word out there is like no, they, so mm. no. But they not. really you mean to keep me? You mean to keep Denbrock? Yeah. No. Why? Why? I, I'm actually. Sure why, I know. I actually, I know. Actually, I know that they're in. All right. So let's let's pull back the curtain. Carter, they were LSU had, had had made him the highest paid offensive coordinator in the country. Okay. And then Notre Dame did too, and I think the, okay. he just wants to go home. You know, so right. no, so, I so no, he, I do not. So you think his extension that he was going to sign in February? We wouldn't have known officially what the numbers were, but he would have had to have gotten an extension to make more money than Matt House. So I would think it would probably – he would have gotten – Oh, he was going to make – well, <laughs> he's going to make more money than Matt House, I promise you. Right. We're talking so, in the 2 to 2.3 to $2.5 million range. Right. It was, and and, and so here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. He was going to sign a contract that gave him a four-year contract. That would be the biggest contract from a year standpoint – in the country notre dame matched that all right so he had a year left on his contract they gave him a three-year contract extension there's a big difference in his him signing a three-year contract and a contract extension so in legality terms okay it would it would not have it would have been amended okay for this year's pay he probably would have gotten 1.8 million dollars this year but then the following year would have kicked up to like 2.3 to 2.4 million, depending on incentives and things like that. So, yeah, they're about to pay it. I mean, and look, Notre Dame doesn't have to disclose anything. They're a private, they're a private yeah. school, so they, they don't have to disclose anything. We will never know the true total amount of what he gets there. But I'm telling you right now, um, they, they matched LSU. A few more here. Um... I, I, I go back to this. 
is it worth going back home when you know the job isn't as good as the job that you have now? Right. Like, does he actually believe he can win a national championship at, at, at Notre Dame? Well, Carter, let me ask you. Well, let me ask you a question. He just had the best offense in the country that replicated what we did in 2019. Is he a thousand percent sure he can win here at win here one with LSU at Brian Kelly? That might be the case. I mean, do you do you think it's do you think he wanted to go somewhere to get it to get new head coach? Do you, I I I was always told that his relationship with BK was really good, but I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I it's it's it's. Guess I guess for me, Blake, it's it's one of those things where yeah, I could totally get if you're in your mid to high fifties and you want to go back and be closer to home. But there's probably a piece of Denbrock that really wants to win a national championship as well. Grandbabies make you do crazy things, man. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I mean, Carter, let me ask you this question: Does Cortez Hankin have a better chance of winning national titles at Georgia or LSU? Oh, Georgia. Okay, then why does he come? Then why does he come home? Well, they they pay they they pay him a lot a lot of money. And you don't think Georgia would have? I don't know. I mean, what does Cortez make? He makes nine hundred k a year. Yeah, he was making seven hundred fifty k at Georgia. I mean, we're talking. I mean, one hundred fifty thousand dollars is one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I should know it's like what I make in a year. So, like, it's a big freaking oh. difference. Okay, I don't make that much. I mean, Megan does. I don't. I, I don't ever give. I mean, this is what I have to eat for lunch. You know. Hey, like, uh, I, I, I mean, I had a piece of celery for breakfast. Um, look, man, there's something about always going home. I, I mean, Carter, in in my professional career, for the first eight years of my life, the only thing I wanted to do was get back home. I wasn't here. You know, like I mean, they were sending me the ten buck two and back. So, I mean, the, the number one thing when, I, you know, even in my professional career, I mean, in your professional career, I mean, there's something about home. I mean, you you don't want to leave. I mean, would you want to leave your family? I mean, if you got grandbabies out there, I mean, look, it, here's what you're really trying to ask without asking it. So let's get let's get to it. it, it PR wise, is this put egg on LSU and Brian Kelly's face? Yes, it does. Yes. From a PR yeah, standpoint. Okay. That's what we're really trying to ask here. But here's the truth. Is Big Daddy worried? Big Daddy ain't worried. I would, because, I would. because there's only so many things you can do when Shelton Sampson goes for a fade route and goes just mossing on your ass. Because <laughs> the kid I just saw in practice on Tuesday, Carter, all right now, all right now, Throw a fade route to him. I'm listening. I'm I'm all about the Sheldon they're gonna be, they're gonna be all they're gonna be all right. They're gonna be all right. So what uh what's next on your uh, agenda today? Where are you going? I'm gonna finish this great smoothie. Um spouse, you know, maybe they should give us a shout out for this segment here. Yeah. Um or some Pelicans tickets. Yeah, they weren't. I saw a picture. Weren't you and your dad in the Pelicans game? Yeah, we got we got a lot, but we, we me and you need the Malik and and Jaden uh, treatment. I, I heard. Hold on. I heard they. Uh, I heard they gave the players the floor seats 
and they put the coaching staff in the nosebleed. <laughs> oh, hey, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought it was just, I thought it was just those two at the game. That is No, great. no, no. I heard they put the coaching staff in the nosebleed. They didn't even and give them sweets. Like, hey, man, your offense is great, but Madhouse sucks, so you get to go to the nosebleed. I was just happy when John Morant gave Jaden the jersey that I didn't see Jaden hanging out with John Morant after the game. I was like, no, 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 no. Just, just take take the jersey as a, as a token of appreciation. Uh, Jaden Daniels isn't the one I was worried about. Malik Neighbors was the one I was not worried about. Stay, stay off the IG lives, uh, and uh, and 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 there you go. And and this will this will be my final thing. All right. When the Saints draft Jaden Daniels next season. Oh God, please, Jesus. Please. I'm just I'm just throwing a, a, a Hail Mary out there that it's gonna happen. I'm just putting I'm just putting the positive vibe. We're gonna remember this where everyone heard it first. Saints are thinking for Jaden. It's happening. It's gonna happen. Believe it. You know, you know he's uh he's uh a lot of people think he's going to Atlanta. I'm going to throw up if he goes to Atlanta. Your boy, your boy might draft him to Atlanta, and I was like, "Well, oh so did Ky- well, so did Kuiper too. Kuiper brought him to Atlanta too." That'll be the fastest backfield ever made, Jaden Bijan Robinson. And look, they got weapons. I mean, they got a freak of a tight end. They got London yes, at receiver. I mean, there's no telling what other offensive pieces they would add. I'm gonna. I would throw up. And uh, who's who's in the car with you? Is uh, is there somebody in the car with you? Do you want to be named? She does not want to be named. Oh. Well, hey, Megan. Good to see you. Yeah, it's my wife. Well, I wanted. I had to say Megan because I didn't want anyone to go floating out there with any kind of conspiracy theories. I'm at. Or, I'm. Oh. I'm at work, dude. I got. We got. You know. I go back to work in a second. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, interrupt yeah, your, I'm not, your, your. I'm not favorite. doing anything wrong. To to make your 150k to. Uh, I don't make that. Money. I I don't either. Uh, to I don't I don't know if the <laughs> last I don't I don't know if the last five years I've made, I've made that much. Um, you lying you sack go. of dog manure. Yes, you do. You got you make more I, money than me. I no I I don't. I guarantee you I I I, I don't. So oh, yeah, oh, I, I, oh, showed, oh. I showed you the car seats in the back. Yeah, I'm picking up okay. chicks with two with two baby seats in the back. Let me tell you. Mm. All right, big dog. Well, I mean to keep you for so long. Uh, are you good, man? All right, later. Monday, Monday nights. Every Monday nights, AYS. We'll see you, buddy. All right. First comment I see is John DR should have been a safety. You, you know, you know this is a PHL live chat. Uh, do we have some Notre Dame trolls in here? Is that is that what's happening? Uh, this live that is Notre Dame's national championship. Lauren coming in hot. LSU might win a national title again before Notre Dame, but it won't be with Brian Kelly. Dang, Lauren, welcome to PHL. That is that is a scorcher. Like I, I literally touched my laptop and it was 
like Sal Hayek hot. Like that's how hot this thing was. Like Nelly wants to write a song about this laptop after this hot take. Um, Notre Dame's coordinators now Mike Dimbrock and Al Golden. Natty incoming. Let's see it. How about you guys uh, win a playoff game first? Um, what's up, Nate? Good to see you. And uh, I don't mind staying live uh, for forever today because I am still going through my emotions that Mike Dimbrock is gone. But ultimately, players over scheme. And as Blake chatted a minute ago, I think Shelton Seams is going to take that next leap. I do. I really, really, really do. Now, I do want to answer uh, Danny's uh, super chat. She had a question about, has Cortez Hankton ever been a play caller previously? No, I, I do not believe so. He was interviewed for an NFL OC job, but that was with the Rams. He probably would not have been uh, the play caller Um there. So, yes, Cortez has only been a passing game coordinator and wide receiver coach. So he's never actually called plays. Um, let's see here. Alan says it's only football. <laughs> that is true. That's true. I hope you all get cold for Christmas. I'm kidding. Notre Dame fans. Gotta love it. Um, I don't even know what this is. Yeah, I haven't asked Christmas. It's just crazy. I've never seen you before. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I, I I will I will be clear about this as well. I am not sure if this is a Gary Smyer decision either. Right. I do think it did factor in that Riley Leonard once again. I'm gonna throw this out to a Notre Dame fan again. First Notre Dame fan. To super chat. Let's go $25. I will send you this Ryan Leonard rookie card. Okay, I know he's in a Notre Dame uniform. It just happened. Can't obviously change that. But make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. If you're gonna hate on me, at least help my algorithm. Go to this. If we get to Hundos and Supers, we'll give out a Grant Delpit on card autograph. This card is absolutely gorgeous. There we go. Jonah, you're right. Your sources were right. Hank Hill. If Les and Ed could fall in the Natties, Coach Brian Kelly can win one too. I am interested, though, Lauren, if, if he could follow up. What about Brian Kelly makes you think that he can't win a national championship at LSU? I, I'm, I'm curious. All right. Bro, all the Notre Dame fans are either retired or sitting in their white-collar office. What else are we going to do? That's I like, I like some good self-deprecation. That's funny. Um, bruh says, does this actually affect LSU's recruiting? No. Nah. Number one, most of the 
class has already been signed, right? This is just kind of the sucky part of the early signing period. And you guys hear me moan and, and biatch about this all the time. But why do you think I want the early signing period to be eradicated? So all these kids, if they were affected by um, Mike Dembrock going somewhere, their signatures just were signed less than 72 hours ago. Okay. So as crazy as it sounds, number one, I don't know how much Mike Dembrock leaving would have changed trade as green signature or Colin Hurley signature if at all, but that's the issue with having such an early signing date is you sign coaches are gone. Okay. There's even a bigger controversy at Florida surrounding this, right? With one of their linebacker coaches leaving to Texas A&M and not telling anyone. And that was like right after signing day ended. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things, right? It's, 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 it's a sucky thing. It's a really, really sucky thing, but I'm not sure how much it affects recruiting. Most coaches do not move the needle in recruiting. They just don't. The schools that recruit at an elite level still recruit at an elite level, no matter who the coach is, right? Um, Ohio State still has top five classes every year. Urban Meyer's not there anymore. Jim Tressel's not there anymore. Ryan Day's there. Okay. So, yeah, there are some coaches that really do move the needle in recruiting. One of those is Jimbo Fisher. Um, but that is not the be all end all because you still got to actually coach. Okay. You still got to actually coach. Dev says no kids are following Dimbrock. LSU has the best stable football culture and program in the Power Five. I think one would have followed Mike, and that one would have been um, Jackson McGohan. I think he would have followed him, but he's already committed to Wisconsin. I don't know if he signed or not. Uh, but yeah, do, do any recruits follow Mike Dimbrock uh, to South Bend? Maybe some do, right? I mean, LSU's got a deep wide receiver core and maybe they're like hey fresh start with the guy uh who um who, who who's the um who's the next offensive coordinator right um at a, at a new school now um i just did this beep in and let me make sure if this is verified here okay this isn't even the biggest story in college football right now all right. So we do have a we do have a statement from Brian Kelly, and I'll go pull it up. And here's what he has to say right after this. PHL Nation, oh yeah, baby, you know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to louisianacontrols.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. All right, so here is the statement uh, from Coach 
Brian Kelly. He says, I'm confident in Cortez and Joe's ability to run the offense. They will collaborate in the passing game, work with Brad Davis and Frank Wilson in the running game. They'll execute a great game plan for us. They're a cohesive uh, group of coaches, and I'm excited about this opportunity for them. I know they will do a good job. Okay. Obviously, this statement is more towards Joe and Cortez. Still haven't heard really anything from BK regarding uh, Brian Kelly. Okay. What's up, JJ? I appreciate it. Huh? Ah, to comfort your pain today, my friend. This should get some good fried chicken and greens, good soul food. I appreciate that big time, man. I kind of want it with this super chat money. I think this could cover my gas to go to Mama's Fried Chicken and 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 get me uh, some of that. Some of those fried chicken, good soul food. I kind of want to go to a fried chicken joint and take a photo of this uh, and send to JJ. <laughs> I appreciate you big time, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I am bummed. Um, look, uh, we, we had Blake on a minute ago, and Blake is friends with Joe Sloan, right? Um, I feel fine saying that. I don't know Joe personally. I know some people close to Joe Sloan. Never met him. All right, he, he's relatively friendly with with, with the media is as well. Um, Even with Blake's relationship with Joe Sloan, he says this is a big deal. I think it's a big deal as well. And it's not necessarily the fact that it's just Mike Dimbrock. We have a, a few more of you that have creeped in here. Or crept. Is it creeped? Because I creep. Yeah. Uh, you got to admit that was a, that was a banger. Uh, I still got a lot of Notre Dame fans trolling me in my video last night. Notre Dame. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a, what, pad thigh or pie thigh? Is that how you say that? Uh, what is that? That's noodles. Let me some noodles. Let's go, Dex. Let them know, baby. Let them know. All right, Joe, you're getting a little, getting a little crazy here. Like a profile photo. You're comparing Lincoln Riley, a guy who won what? Three or had three Heisman finalists and won two Heisman trophies, taking a quarterback with him. That's that's bold. There will not be a player that Joe Sloan takes with him that is near the same impact that is Caleb Williams. But other than that, you're doing fine. Other than that, you're doing fine. But yeah, I mean there 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 could there could be one or two. So it's 
pa tie. That's how you're supposed to say pa tie. Pa tie. Let's go to Patrick, Notre Dame expert. He's at some kind of uh, event here. Looks like a conference. Looks like a conference to sell. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like it's like a a calculator. You sell calculators. I don't know why calculators. Notre Dame is very restrictive on undergrad, so I expect zero. And that's part of the reason why Notre Dame can't win national championships. Okay? The truth is you 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 can't – I mean, you got to have some dogs on your team, man. And Notre Dame just they're, – they're, they're not – they're never going to have it. You know? I, I I just I don't know. I would believe in my heart of hearts that LSU will win a national championship under Brian Kelly before Marcus Freeman makes it to a final four in college football. Okay. So That's funny, Danny. <laughs> Looks like a used car salesman. We have a used car for sale in Louisiana. I like it. That's 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 good. Um, Sloan is Underwood's lead recruiter. Jonah says BK has no desire or chance to be at the top. I sincerely doubt that. All he needs to do is win one national championship. That's it. I think he still got that hunk. I do. We shall see. We got we got Got to get some, got to get some of these transfers in though. I do truly believe that. Okay. Trying to keep up with everything uh, with the Florida State situation. That's something else about Notre Dame. No conference, right? ACC spokesperson confirms the Alley Sports that the league proactively filed a declaratory action Thursday in defense of the grant of rights, the conference, and each of its members in lights of Florida State's clear intention to take action. Launches grad transfers. I am interested in Lauren. But obviously, I'm, I'm guessing, Lauren, you're a Notre Dame fan. If you're an LSU fan, I hope to see you around more often. Why do you think? Because, Lauren, you actually believe in LSU, but you don't believe in Brian Kelly. So, I'm curious. Why do you think Brian Kelly can't win national championship here? Or any Notre Dame fans? Let me know. Enlighten me. I'm, I'm, if you're new to me, Am I an LSU fan? Yes. Do I take shots at, at, at other fans 
or, or, or fan bases? Sure, who doesn't? Did I have the Notre Lame thumbnail yesterday? Yes, and I'm not backing off of it. Okay. But I'll be objective. I obviously collect cards of your starting quarterback, even though he's in a Duke uniform. Let me know right now. This is your chance. You the, the floor is yours. Type as long of a response as you want. And don't give me a where do I begin? There's just too much for me to type out here. Let me know. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I must have missed it, Lauren. So um, there's a lot of people in here, and I'm not that smart. So I'll be looking specifically for yours and, and any other Notre Dame fans' comments. Okay. Power Hour Notre Dame. <laughs> I, 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 I look. I'm listen. I'm I'm open to to hearing another argument. I think. I think Riley Leonard is going to absolutely crush, and I might take some Riley Leonard Heisman futures next year with uh, Dimbrock. Um, he's he's very similar to Desmond Ritter, um, not an elite elite runner, and he's not an elite elite thrower, but he's very good at both. Quarterback power run game is, is very underrated with him. Um oh, so your 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 statement is more towards the big game. He will change everything that's worked all year when he gets to a big game. And then he tries to be more intelligent than he is capable of being. So here here would be my retort to that. Okay. Is let, let's just take his two biggest games at, at LSU up to this point. All right. Where the two Alabama games, right? Those are his two biggest. One one, where that was probably a top five coach game he ever had, right? The offensive and defensive game plans worked. And he obviously had the big two point conversion decision. He was really good. And then the Alabama game this year, he was also really good. Deferred the opening kickoff. Smart move. Um, also, the offense was amazing. Okay. He did make a decision, though, where he actually should have stepped in on the defensive side of the football and said, look, we got to run some QB spy type of stuff uh, to stop Jalen Milrow. He should have done more in that big spot. So I do agree, though, that – the big game narrative surrounding Brian Kelly has been one of discomfort, if you will. Uh, it's 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 been tough on him. And one thing I would also include, I even got mentioned on um, a national show with my take on this. Okay, one big thing about Brian Kelly is. He does have a tendency to get blown out versus the best teams. Now, that didn't happen this year outside of the Florida State game. The Alabama game, they ended up winning by two touchdowns, but that game was close. But he has gotten blown out, all right? So he does have a tendency in those big spots for that to happen. But I think most of that has, has been fine overall since he's been at LSU. So... There you go.
I will say the Logan Diggs transfer for Notre Dame fans was pretty tough because two days before Logan Diggs transferred to LSU, he did an interview with Joe Theismann uh, about how much he, he loved Notre Dame and then bang. But it goes back to this playing close to home. All right. I understand most of the people watching this. Oh, look, we have. All right. Y'all, y'all want a dad joke? Let's, let's, let's give the people a dad joke. We have. This many viewers on our YouTube live stream right now. Now, let me know if you guys got that. Let me know. I had to get one in there. I'm not even a dad yet. Okay, I, I am not Tyreek Hill. I, I am I I I have not been that outside. Let, let, let me know if y'all got it. My dog says he should have taken us with him. Yeah, that, that should have been included. Mike Dibrock uh, packing his bags. You can see it. Brian Kelly saying, are you Are you sure you, you're not leaving anything? And Mike could be like, I don't know. <laughs> and then Brian Kelly could drop another dad drug like, hey, you know, are you interested in mobile homes? Mike's like, no, I got to get a new house in in." In, in, in South Bend, and then Mike would be like, ah, oh, I see what you did there. You want me to take house with me. You see that? Now, y'all, y'all cannot get on my, I'm not even a father. I'm not even a father. I have one little uh, multi-poo, not even a father, and I, I'm already dropping these, and I lost 20 viewers doing that. Like, I literally did, did I lost 25 years. Shouldn't have done that. But sometimes in life, you got to take risk. You got to. Okay. I don't know, Dev. They're they they're they're coming they're coming after me. There we go. JJ got it. And the used car salesman got it. Patrick got it. That's good. Huh? 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 That's funny. Now I do want to reference uh, that I'm going to try and get a video done for Cohen Eccles. His announcement is coming um, later in the afternoon, and we'll see how that goes. So there you go. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, the Florida State fans still super chat my channel. It's all good. Trolls bragging about the recruiting rankings for Notre Dame, yet LSU and our horrible defense still rank three spots ahead of Notre Dame. Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. He has millions of reasons why. A million of reasons why. Donovan says, I need BK to make a decision on House as quick as he made a statement about the offensive coordinators for the bowl. Okay. 
I'm telling you right now, there is nobody, and I mean absolutely no one, that wants to see Brian Kelly fail more than Notre Dame fans. I, 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 I will say this. I do go back and forth on this. Do Notre Dame fans want LSU to fail more than freaking Oklahoma fans want to see Lincoln Riley fail? I, I do think it's Notre Dame fans want to see BK fail more than Oklahoma fans. I feel like Oklahoma has turned the page a little bit more on, on Lincoln Riley. Uh, I hit that like button. Yeah, you see, uh, that, that, be honest about it. I mean, I, that's why I, I like it, Lauren. Hope to see you around more often. Patrick says he he, he doesn't want to see him fail. I knew I knew that I just I don't know if Jacob just joined us, but did I not just reference this? Did I not? Did I not just say this aloud? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's crazy. Oh, you're talking about you want talking about the recruiting rankings. You're talking about the actual rankings right now. Okay. So, look, I'll go back to what I started the show with today. I was kind of back and forth that there was something LSU could have done more to keep Mike Dimbrock. I felt there's always something you can do more. There is always something. But then again, what again? If it's true that Mike Dimbrock, who made $1.5 million this year, was going to get north of $2 million, which I tend to believe he would have, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe Mike, and, and this is what I said earlier, maybe Mike felt some type of way about Matt House making more money than him. You know, like... Matt Matt got this really impressive contract and him and Mike, you know, came in together. They were both equally effective last year and and House was making close to 2 milli and Mike was making around 1.5. Maybe there maybe there is something there. Maybe there is something else you could have done more, but I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to dismiss anybody's opinion. Okay, but I just don't think he's. You're making him out like he's he's lazy. I don't. I don't think Brian Kelly's lazy. All right, uh, but you know, if you're if you, I don't know. You you might be really well connected to him, Patrick. I don't know. Um. So there you go. Notre Dame makes it to a Final Four before LSU makes it to another Final Four. I say that because the SEC keeps getting better and better with Texas and OU. It's going to be tougher for them to make it than it will for Notre Dame uh, to make it. Dang, a lot of you are calling BK lazy. That's interesting. 
I, 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 I don't know. It's just, it's just tough for me to get there. Right. It's really tough for me to get there to say somebody is, is lazy. That's, that's a lot. Okay. I mean, they said the same thing about uh, Dan Mullen at Florida. Who do you think they would prefer to have right now? They prefer to have Dan Mullen or or, or Billy Napier. Let's look at the 24-dame schedule. Oh, first game is at Kyle Field. That's interesting. Um. NIU at Purdue. Yeah, the schedule is uh, a lot easier <laughs> than LSU schedule next year. Um, it doesn't have the bye weeks listed here. Let's see. Yeah, this is a bye week after Louisville, and this is a bye week after Navy. Uh, so I think we actually have the same exact bye weeks. Um And yeah, the schedule is a lot easier than LSU schedule next year. Um, a few commons here, obviously at Texas A&M and USC, but that's about it. But yeah, you know, maybe maybe that's part of it as well. Maybe Mike is saying, "Look, it's a twelve-team playoff this next year." All right, it's it's a thing. Um, It's 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 a thing where um, you you want to be in a position where you have the most non losable games, if that makes sense, right? And what Notre Dame has I already xed out. It was Florida State, Texas A M, USC, and a few other tough games on there. So there you go. We'll take a few more here. We'll keep it going. Let's go to Josh. Yeah, all stuff people just want to be home. He basically said if he's not at LSU, he'll be close to home. Hankton will not be the OC. He'll be the co-OC. So Hankton's job isn't changing a whole lot. It, it's just not. He was already the passing game coordinator, Right. It's Joe Sloan who I think will ultimately call the shots, which makes sense from an actual coaching perspective, right? Joe Sloan was in the booth next to Mike Dembrock. That's where he'll probably call the plays. All right. And look, Power Hour Jerry Springer. I get the Jerry reads. Uh, I get the Jerry uh, treatment. But yeah, do I, I? I will also say this. I did not think Mike was ultimately going to do this. I really didn't. I, I thought he was going to stick it out at LSU. So I was wrong about that. I was wrong. And it's not... 
that's not necessarily me saying, oh, how could you leave for LSU to Notre Dame? Notre Dame's a good job. But LSU is still a better job. With better historical offensive talent. Um, I, 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 am, I am a little shocked that, that he actually did do it, but it also makes sense. It does. All right. And I even said that on last night's live stream. Okay. All right. Let me take a look at the poll question here. Grade your confidence in Joseon if he is chosen as the next LSU offensive coordinator. 42% of you say A. Okay. And by the way, if you have not commented yet and you are just watching right now, Type Y and press enter. I'm interested. If you if you have not commented on the stream just yet, type Y, press enter. I want to see. I want to see all your beautiful faces. I even got a haircut this morning. I got a haircut this morning. Went to my wife's shop, which is like right around the corner from where I get my haircut, and I I wasn't even paying attention to my phone. And then right when the news broke, uh, I got a call from. Uh, a really, 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 I, actually my closest uh, LSU buddy. And he was like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, it happened. It happened. Hmm. What's up, Jake? Cole, Zay? Also, let me know where you're watching from right now. I'm, I'm curious. And I'm open to talk some other LSU topics right now as well. Because uh, we do have a big commitment coming up a little bit later in the afternoon. But I will tell you this. If you have not seen... Riley Leonard play... You are... Doing yourself a disservice. That young freaking man can play from Fairhope, Alabama. You got Chicago. Giordano's on you, Patrick. Next time I'm up there. Well, I, I would say that Giordano's way better than Lou Malnati's. Shannon, good to see you. Let's go to Hit Stick. Skipper, what's up, my beautiful man? My guy, my friend. Good to see you, hit stick. What's going on, CP? Look, bro, this stings, but ultimately, I don't think the sky is falling. The boys love Joe Sloan, and I trust him in Cortez Hankton. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen a few of you throw some offensive coordinator names in here. Okay. Like, what What about Phil Longo? What about Ken Browse? Um, and look, I am, I am open to anything. But the simple truth is this, okay? 
it would be very unpopular to not get Joe Sloan promoted. Let's go John Lucius. House makes more and does absolutely nothing, and Mike Dimbrock has the number one offense, a high-to-winning quarterback, and makes less. It says a lot about Brian Kelly. I, I don't think Brian Kelly has the ultimate say on who makes more money. Um, it comes down to your agent. Right? You know, for me, I uh, it, it, it's it's hard for me to uh, criticize Brian Kelly about another coaching contract. Right. It's hard. It's really, really hard uh, to. Um, um, to negotiate for somebody else. Vans in Atlanta. Brian's in Atlanta. Cliff's in the 225. Good to see you. I don't think Notre Dame's offensive line is going to be better than LSU's offensive line. I feel pretty confident in that. Okay. Reckon Denbrock doesn't want to win a national championship anytime soon by going to Notre Dame. I will... Also, make it clear, it's just hard to win national championships. Okay. And by the way, let me be clear. I've gotten a few texts about this. I did not ever say I make 150K a year. I wish I did. I I I wish if I wanted to make that much money. I would have actually gotten into big time coaching or something else. I would do anything to make half of that in a season. Okay. Uh, so if you're hiring, hit me up. <laughs> I'll do anything for that amount of money. Um, but honestly, your super chat's going a long way. So JJ, I really appreciate you, man. And um, I, I did not. And I, could Blake make 150K a year? That is what he said he made. He was joking around. And then he said, that's what you make. And I was like, no, that's you. I don't I don't make it. I, I don't dress as nice as Blake as you saw earlier. But I, I, wish, I wish I was able to make 150K doing just content. Okay. Big Bayou says, I wish someone would take Madhouse. Let's go to JJ. He says, let's be clear. Till they fix NIL, only about five schools will be phased annually for natties. All right. This is where I, I can actually argue the opposite. All right, you, you can make a case for both, right? Like, for instance... What Ole Miss is doing right now, they're obviously spending like crazy to get the best transfers in because 
No, they can't out-recruit anyone in high school. So would Ole Miss ever accumulate this national championship-level talent, which it is. They're getting big-time players that will get drafted. Could they do that at w- without NIL? No. No. That's just not what history tells us. Once again, historically, the national championship recruiters are the same schools. Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, they normally have always recruited at this level. Texas, USC, they, they're always in this realm. So I don't know, JJ, how much NIL has changed uh, the national championship picture. Um, and, and you could actually make that argument either way. Because the truth is, like, I had this confirmed one time. And this could be out there. I, I might not be. But, like, a school like Georgia has double the amount of recruiting budget than some of these lower tier, like, SEC schools. So they'll spend anywhere from 30 to $35 million, And a lower SEC school will spend, like, Ten million on 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 recruiting, just recruiting budgets, right? Think about all the flights, the rental cars, uh, the hotels if you got to stay overnight, um, the the personal drivers, the food, the staffers, the camps. So now with nil, you could kind of bypass that, right? Oh, you're the best player? Instead of spending it on flying these guys around the country, how about we just give you a million dollars? It's true, Dev. Uh, of course, Texas a but then again, Jimbo is a really bad in-game coach. Now, one of the worst, uh, honestly. And I have long held that position. Okay? We'll take a few more once again. We'll keep going for the next five to ten minutes. If you super chat, we'll keep going. All right? Because I do want to get a video cut for the Cohen Eccles um, announcement at three. Might not be done by then, but I'm going to try and cut a film study for you. Um, so there you go. I did just get a new haircut. Uh, I go to a barber college, so my barber started a barber college, and they decided to give me a full fade on the back. So the back of my head is pure bald. Like I feel like I feel like I'm. I'm literally touching a football back here. Like, like it's it's weird to actually feel the my, my skin on the back of my head. And for those that don't know, I have like this. My head juts out. I can't fit in hats. I got a big head. And there's um, 
we have an we have an anthropologist named Trey who always breaks down what it's called. It's like a long word. I just know it's a octuberance. So I've been touching the back of my head. I'm like, it's so weird. I could feel this thing right here. It's all this knowledge that's just creamed into the back of my skull, and it's useless knowledge. Like, like it's very useless. Like what? What is? What was Detlef Shrimp's jersey number with the Sonics? It was eleven. Why is that just crammed in the back of my head? Okay. Huh? 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 Oh, you want me to go on an Irish show? Hmm. I'll do it. Uh, just tell me when and where. Thank you so much, Player X. Appreciate the uh, generous super chat here. I desperately need it. Let's go to Lauren. If Freeman was at LSU, you would be calling him God's gift to football. Now, Lauren, you've had really good comments today. Here's a good thing. is You can actually, on this channel, rewind back to when the... LSU defensive coordinator search was happening under Ed Orgeron. And you can hear me say that exact thing. But here's the thing. I haven't really talked a whole lot about Marcus Freeman today. Because maybe that has a bigger reason to all of this. Marcus Freeman, of course, um, coached with Dim Brock at Cincinnati. And look, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, he's obviously a really good recruiter and obviously he's a really, really good defensive coordinator. I just don't know if he's a good head coach or not. Like, I don't mind the loss of Marshall. It's fun to joke about it, but you know, Mr. Marshall, no big deal. A lot of the legendary head coaches had ugly losses such as that in their first year. What I do worry about though is like some, some game management thing, right? Uh, so let's take the end of the Duke game last year. All right. I felt after the, what was it, the fourth and 16 scramble or third and 16 scramble by Hartman, and and this might not have been his call, okay? What is interesting is, like, Notre Dame did release, like, the like the coach's audio of that play. I thought running the football with Estime, even though he did run for a touchdown, there was a little conservative, right? Because it's a long field goal that you would have to make. Um, I don't remember if it was to tie or win the game. So that's on a hit coach, right? You want to tell your coordinators, hey, let's keep pushing. Let's keep throwing. Let's go for a touchdown. Let's actually uh, win the game that way. It's just little things like that. So, look, I like Marcus a lot. I'm always going to pull for him because uh, I liked him a lot as a defense coordinator. And Marcus Freeman was on um, was on the field for an LSU national championship. So I'll always remember him for that as well. All right, Patrick, we'll see you. Uh, next live stream will be Sunday night. Or are we going to, do y'all want to go live? Chris or, or Sunday is uh, Christmas, right? Look at me, a heathen. 
I should have had this planned out. Let's see. Me being a heathen. Uh, yeah, Christmas Eve is Sunday, Christmas Day. Yeah, we might not go live on Christmas Eve. I don't know if my wife would like that. I'm going to a Christmas party. I might partake in a few Capri Suns. So, like the emoji on this thumbnail. Or is it this way? I might go live from the Christmas party. Hell. I'll let Player X decide what we're going to do on Christmas Eve. If y'all want to go live on Christmas Eve, I'll freaking do it. You know what we could do on Christmas Eve? This would actually be kind of cool. I'd have to get it checked with like YouTube. I could do like a DJ set. I'm DJing a New Year's Eve party. I could hook it up to the live stream and put some of those Blake sunglasses on. And and we we, 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 we could Steve Ioki this here tonight. But the thing is, is like if all these Notre Dame people show up, could they throw down with us Louisianians? I don't know. Let me ask the Notre Dame fans in here. Do y'all get wasted at games? Do y'all party? I mean, do do y'all throw down? Is there actually food at at tailgates and at Notre Dame? Is it is it seasoned? Is it is it good? I don't know. You tell me. I've never been to South Bend. Is there even a tailgate atmosphere? No, I don't want to go to a game in Notre Dame. Let's go to a player super chat here. Offense will be fine because Brian Kelly is involved. I really want to see what we do on the defensive side coaching-wise. So to player X super chat here, we have got to do something else other than Madhouse. Just for getting in a Detla Shrimp at Sonics reference in an LSU stream. Well done. I didn't know you're a Sonics fan. That those Sonics teams were great. Detla Shrimp, Hershey Hawkins, Gary Payton. I have like a Sonics throwback shirt over here. I like the Sonics. Interesting color scheme. It is good. Oh, Patrick's like, I'll host you. No, I don't. Sure, I'll go. Hell, I don't. What, what game should I go to, though? I, I, I didn't understand the, 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 when I brought up the deep dish pizza, there was, there was one Notre Dame fan. It might have been Patrick. Deep dish pizza is amazing, but Chicago natives and Chicago is a big Notre Dame area. Ch- Chicago natives don't like it when you associate Chicago culture with deep dish pizza. And I freaking love Chicago. I freaking love it. Um, Giordano's is some of the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. It lived up to the hype because when I went to Chicago last year for the National Sports Collecting Convention. I know, nerd, me. At the Giordano's. Holy hell, that is elite pizza. And then I was in Chicago last year for the Florida game. Chris Rock show. Harry Styles concert. 
And I, I had the Lou Malnati's. I didn't like it. I was like, okay, it's it's good and moves are chains, but you know, I've, I felt the same as if I was eating Hungry Howie's. Like, I mean, it was just like, uh. but Giordano's, holy hell. And they, they give you a lot of pizza. Tavern style? What is tavern style? <laughs> is that is that Irish? Because I know like Irish taverns. I don't know. I don't know Irish. I don't know. I don't even know exactly what a tavern is. It's a pub, right? Um, but Giordano's is 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 fire. Football scoop buyout 375k. Notre Dame as a four-year contract for him at 1.8 million annually. I thought it would get at least two annually. It's a good job if you could get it. Really good job. Dang, all the Notre Dame fans are trashing my pizza takes. Y'all don't you see y'all have access to the Giordanos. I will say for Louisiana fans with the um with that that want a good deep dish pizza. Rotolos, the Big Apple deep dish, is as good as the Giordano's deep dish. I promise. It is that good. Okay. Okay, now this is a, a hilarious job, Jacob. <laughs> I'm bringing Brian Ference and, and Spencer Petrus. I'll take Phil Parker. Yeah, JJ, but I'm not sure if that's a thousand percent certain. I don't know. Well, who's who's saying that song? Who said you can't go home? What? Well, who's saying that song? That's a. Uh, That's not Rascal Flats, is it? No, that's that's um Is that Winona Judd? I don't I don't remember. Who says can't go home? Oh, that's Bon Jovi? Oh, I thought that was a 90s country song. I, I don't know. I guess I don't have as much. Uh, uh, I guess I don't have much knowledge in this noggin. Don't forget, next PHL get together. All right? It's going down in the DMs. Arclatext Sports Carter Memorabilia Show. Tyone Singleton, Gabriel Relford, Xavier Atkins, they will all be there. Sign autographs. As will Mod Bro. Arclitex Card Show, February 17th. Bozier City Civic Center. It's free. And I'll be there, set up, doing interviews. 
last time I was there, I actually had to sign an autograph. And I was like, eh, you don't want my signature on your clothes. But it looked okay. I've signed two autographs, and neither came out good. I was like the John Mulaney bit where I wrote one letter way too big. All right, so Donovan's actually a musician. So it was Bon Jovi. Oh, so it was Jennifer Nettles, who was a country star. Okay, so they Jennifer Nettles, who actually sings the the the, the chorus. I guess that's why I was thinking it was like a '90s country star. All right. All right, so it was Bon Jovi trying. To do some country, because it has it doesn't sound like it's my life now or never. See, I don't that doesn't sound. That's Bond Boy. Yeah, Danny, I don't know. It was kind of weird that he was having a presser uh, today for the for the transfer. So yeah, I don't know. It might be happening soon. I I, I don't know. Oh, Lauren, God, this might be, and I'm a Domino's guy, but uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know what the owners of Domino's would say. You know what, if, if I'm thinking the absolute best pizza I've ever had, but I will say Domino's is elite. It, it, I, I'm not just saying that, I just say they don't pay me anything. Um, Domino's is pretty elite for, for chain pizza. But, but yeah. Mm. 
Xavier Carter back in the transfer pool. The kid that transferred from LSU to UNLV. Yeah, Roger, I don't know all the details on that. Like, because when a new contract is is given to a coach, it's got to go through like a board supervisor vote approval. Um, but whatever. Let me see something really quickly. I kind of want to go look at the. I have Dimbrock's yard per play numbers from his Cincinnati days somewhere here. I don't, apparently. Or, oh, I see what's happening. Okay. So let's see. I kind of want to see what his, I got it somewhere in my archives here. Roby, what's up, man? Oh, not the really. LSU just lost the play call of the of one of the best offenses in the history of the sport. No big deal. Grateful head pizza. That's crazy. Hot springs. No, the Dimbrock talk was real. Uh, that was never really just some message board uh, rumor because um, Bruce Feldman reported it. And, and Bruce Feldman's a pretty reliable guy. I met Bruce a few times. Really good reporter. But then again, you know, like with coaching, like going back home. Even when you go home, it's still a very busy job. I mean, you're still working 10 to 12 hour days. 
So I guess you could say, well, you're still closer to home, right? The little bit of time you do have, you're able to, of course, still, you know, spend the time, right? Uh, with, with, with your family, the little bit of time for, for you to, 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 to go around. Uh, but yeah, my stomach just growled. This is a sign of a chubby guy. I don't know if you heard it. Okay. And look, I, I, I'll, I'll always say this, as, as Jake brings up as well. You know, sometimes it's not Dimbrock making that call. Sometimes it's the the wife. Oftentimes it is the wife making, a, you know, a big call. You know, I referenced this last night, but like one of the biggest what-if stories in, in NBA history was the Tim Duncan Orlando Magic situation. And it was something along the lines of, and this is just a rumor, I, I don't know, but like Doc Rivers wouldn't let Tim Duncan's wife fly on the team plane. And that's why the Magic, yeah, Grant Hill at the time, didn't get uh, Tim Duncan. It was something like that. And, um, and yeah, and also, and maybe Notre Dame fans correct, can correct me on this, Marcus Freeman's wife was a big reason why he ended up taking the Notre Dame defense coordinator job, right? Um, instead of going to LSU or somewhere else. Because the powers that be felt pretty good about Marcus Freeman leaving Cincinnati to join Ed Orgeron at LSU. So, you know, the best I can remember it was the, the, the wife said, look, we, we've always been in the Midwest. Baton Rouge is a, in Louisiana in general, is a very Catholic city, but you know, Notre Dame is what the Catholic capital of, of America. So, you know, the, the significant others play, play a huge role in a lot of these free agent uh, decisions. All right, Brian, we'll see you. Oh, I didn't know that. Honestly, did not know that. That's true, Skipper. Happy wife, happy life. Danny, Danny's pretty calm. That's good. Yeah, I just don't think... It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I would have to go look at Joe's play calls when he was at Louisiana Tech. What's uh, LJ? Don't be a prisoner of the moment. And sometimes these things happen. Maybe Joe Sloan is a way bigger influence on this offense 
right? And Mike, said, look, this is Joe's team now. And this is an opportunity for both of us to be play callers. Might be might be some of that as well. Just got called a bum by a Notre Dame fan. Mm, how's your day going? Not by any of you that are in this chat right now. But still. And I got Patrick, I got Patrick fired up over my pizza takes. As my wife isn't happy right now because I sat down and watched your show and then I got distracted with work. I still don't know what you do. I'm kind of curious because uh, we we <laughs> the we, we thought you were a calculator salesman a little bit earlier. Carter, with all your film breakdowns, is it possible that we have more of a Dimbrock Sloan, like Innsbrucker Brady thing going on, so it won't be a huge difference? It could be, but the difference here, Danny, is yes, it's the older guy leaving and the younger guy uh, staying, where the last time it was uh, the older guy staying, Steve Innsbrucker, and the younger wonder kid leaving. The big difference here is Joe Brady did not call the plays. Inzminger did. And in this case, um, at least to my understanding, the plays were called by Dembrock and Sloan's being promoted. I work in IT. There you go. That's cool. Trust the BK judgment so far, so I'm not going to jump ship now. Yeah, I do not want Brian Van Gorder. Huh? 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 Yeah, I was I was tough for BK. I know him and BVG were close, or at least I was told that they were very close. Um. So there you go. Now, I appreciate each and every one of you. Two-hour live stream just on Spur of the Moment stuff. Um, uh, the Derek Carr. Huh? 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 Uh, but yes, it, it will be Joe Sloan. Got BVG. At Dimrock. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it is kind of interesting now that you know Dimbrock at Cincinnati was there for for years, right? I think four years total. But normally Dimbrock at, at most jobs, it's about like a two year stop for him. Um. He, I, w I would like to know how good of a relationship him and BK have. It has to be pretty good, right? But to leave him again, it's 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 very interesting for those two to part ways. Uh, 
because they, they do work so well together, right? So best of luck to Mike. Best of luck to you, Notre Dame fans. We don't play each other until next year's playoff. It's going to happen. And for you Notre Dame fans, I won't see you until then. <laughs> don't forget, especially if you are a Notre Dame fan, I do want to shout out my friends at Underdog Fantasy. Playoff best ball is happening right now. Check it out. Higher lowers, all kinds of interesting plays you can make. Please go use my promo code Carter. Minimum $10 deposit, but they do deposit match bonus up to a hundo, baby. That's underdogfantasy.com. Please check them out. It goes a long way when you sign up. It's the shiznit, as they used to say. Please go sign up. Use my promo code. Carter. Okay. So I see me on Mark Rogers shows. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Mark's show. Indeed, the underachiever of college football. CK coming in hot. Um, there you go. It is. Power out LSU. Bah! A new era. Let's go. And tonight we are doing. I think we're doing some fried fish plates. Let's freaking. Let me look at this plate. Okay, I'll save this for the Discord. I think I think it's unmentioned. Tonight we are doing fried fish. Let's go. Let's freaking. 